Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. It's been a couple years now since our dog was a puppy but I still remember when he was afraid to go downstairs. He'd sort of peer down the steps and scamper nervously from side to side, and eventually plant his butt firmly on the ground and resist taking the next step. So we'd cajole and encourage him, saying, come on, DJ, you can do it. And eventually, one day, he did make it down the stairs. Of course, this sort of encouragement is not unique to puppies. We do this with our kids, our students, our friends, our colleagues. But perhaps most importantly, we also do this for ourselves. Because when things are a little uncertain, it's common to try to build up our confidence and courage with a little internal pep talk. And studies on self-talk suggest that this can indeed facilitate greater learning, accuracy in certain motor skills, and even strength and endurance. But sometimes self-talk doesn't seem to work. And instead, we feel doubts creeping in. We're saying, I got this is met by another voice deeper inside that says, no, you don't. You're totally going to screw this up. So is there a way to get our words to sink in a little better, quiet those fears and doubts, and help us perform up to our abilities in these moments? Well, a recent study suggests that it may not just be our words that matter, but our physical motions as well. You know how talking to some people is like talking to a wall, where they're so expressionless and give you so little feedback? They have no idea what they're thinking. Whereas most folks smile or nod along, and in so doing make you feel supported and validated in whatever you're saying. There's research which suggests that the same thing may be true with our own self-talk as well, where nodding reinforces the validity of the thoughts in our head, while shaking our head no undermines whatever we might be thinking. I know that sounds sort of weird, but let's take a closer look. A team of researchers recruited 150 CrossFit athletes to participate in a study purportedly about the use of headphones at the gym. Everyone was randomly assigned to either a positive self-statement group or a negative self-statement group, and asked to write down and record themselves saying either three positive things about their current state of physical fitness, or three negative things about their current state of fitness. Things like, I have trained very hard every day. 
I have increased my resistance, or I'm in really good physical condition. Or on the negative side, I've been missing some workouts lately. I feel more tired than usual, or I get injured way too often. They were then given a set of headphones, which they were told were being tested for, quote, sound quality, comfort, and so on, while engaged in certain movements. To test them, half of the participants were asked to move their heads up and down while listening to their self-statements, basically a way to get the athletes to act as if they were nodding, but without telling them explicitly to nod. The other half of the participants were asked to move their heads side to side while listening to their recorded self-statements, basically like shaking their heads no. Then came a few physical tests. First up was a vertical jump test to see how high they could jump. Then they did a squat test, essentially 30 squats in 45 seconds to a metronome to gauge cardiorespiratory performance and how much their pulse rate would increase from baseline to after the 30 squats. Then there was a deadlift test, where athletes were given four lifts at various weights that they selected, enabling researchers to calculate an estimate of their one repetition maximum. So what kind of effect did self-talk and all this nodding or shaking have on performance? Well, let's look at the vertical jump first. Overall, the positive self-talk group performed better than the negative self-talk group, 31.09 centimeters versus 27.7 centimeters. But what about all the nodding? Did that have an effect on self-talk as well and performance? Well, the positive nodding group averaged 33.15 centimeters, performing significantly better than the negative nodding group, which averaged 26.15 centimeters. So physically affirming either positive or negative self-talk did seem to amplify its effect on performance, in both a positive direction and a negative direction. Meanwhile, as predicted, there was no significant difference between the head-shaking groups, where the positive-shaking group averaged 28.96 centimeters and the negative-shaking group averaged 29.21 centimeters, essentially suggesting that shaking their heads had the effect of weakening whatever effect positive or negative self-talk may otherwise have had. Likewise with the squat test, the positive nodding group scored 4.64, while the negative nodding group scored 5.75, and this is a test where lower scores is better. Once again, there was no statistically significant difference in performance between the shaking groups, with the positive group scoring 5.53 and the negative group scoring 5.1. Finally, with the deadlift, it was more of the same. The positive self-talk group had a substantially greater estimated one repetition maximum than the negative self-talk group, 159.86 kilograms versus 133.12 kilograms. And the positive nodding group had a one repetition max of 175.23 kilograms, compared to the negative nodding group's one repetition max of just 122.31 kilograms. Meanwhile, there was no difference in performance between the positive and negative shaking groups. 144.08 kilograms compared to 143.62 kilograms. So what does all this mean? The main takeaway is that it seems our body movements can potentially amplify the effect of whatever we're saying to ourselves. So nodding along in apparent agreement could make positive self-talk even more performance-enhancing. 
and nodding along to negative self-talk makes the negativity even more detrimental to performance. Meanwhile, shaking our head seems to invalidate or neutralize whatever we might be saying to ourselves, which is pretty intriguing because it suggests that saying something negative like, I should have practiced more, while shaking your head, might lead to a better performance than if you were to say the very same thing while nodding. Of course, you have to take all this with a grain of salt, because the study looked at feats of strength and cardio, as opposed to fine motor control and accuracy. And the authors acknowledged that it'd be interesting to see what might happen if the nodding or shaking was done on purpose, instead of through the ruse of testing headphone comfort, although I do feel like it was kind of transparent. Still, this seems like an intriguing thing to experiment with, but how would that work exactly? Well, there are two ways you could try this out. Whether it's a studio class, final exam, first date, or plank challenge day at the gym, the next time you engage in positive self-talk or a mantra like, I'm excited, or I got this, try nodding along as you say this to yourself and see if it changes your experience and the quality of performance in the moment. Or if you find yourself stuck in a negative self-talk loop before something important and are having trouble getting out of it, you could at least try shaking your head to see if this helps to blunt the impact of these statements. Until you're able to get yourself into a more positive headspace, of course, at which point you can try nodding again. I know, this all sounds a little goofy, but in a way that kind of makes me all the more intrigued. You can find links to this week's study and other resources like practice hacks and the audition cheat sheet at bulletproofmusician.com blog. And if you found the episode helpful, please share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think might also enjoy experimenting with this during the coming week. 